been a while. It's been a while since we did this. Um, I just want to give thanks to Rabbi Nishadayim for allowing my voice to come back in some form. It still needs a little bit of work. But Be'ez HaShem, Rabbi Nishadayim, continue to be able to uh, continue this series. It's been a while, but we were learning the sugya of hating people, which is a very dangerous thing. Let's just refresh our memory. And we were discussing the terrible things of a person that cause, uh, that hates somebody else. One of the main things that we mentioned, if I remember, was the idea that if a person hates somebody else, um, he causes embarrassment. And that's really what we're discussing. We are discussing the sugya of embarrassment. And if you remember the story that I mentioned, so Salanta started the whole Muslim movement in the world was because somebody got up by the chuppah, remember? He got up by the chuppah and he said, oh, how much you charge for my shoes? And, you know, this guy was now a wealthy guy and he was no longer a shoe repairer and he got so embarrassed that he died. So, so, so understood from there that it's time to start the Muslim movement because people have to learn to work on themselves. And that is a very, very important thing to do. And that is what we are doing over here. I want to bring to your attention again, just because it's been a while, I want to bring to your attention the Rabbeinu Yoyna that we mentioned as well. Rabbeinu Yoyna tells us that when a person embarrasses someone, it is likened to killing him. The blood rushes out of his face, he goes red, um, and therefore that causes him to be very, very embarrassed. And it Chazal tell us, it's a very, very serious, very serious thing not to embarrass. You have to be on a high level, and I'm not saying this is easy, but we have to start somewhere, which is what we're doing here, is to work on yourself in a way that you don't say or do anything that embarrasses somebody else. There are people, by the way, that have a very, very... It's an amazing meter, by the way. Not many people have it, but there are people that know how to save an embarrassing situation. Almost like we mentioned last time from Kivega. Kivega, the guy by his table, spilled the wine, so he quickly spilled his. That means that he was so in tune to not embarrassing someone that if someone did something that would cause him embarrassment, not by him. Kivega did nothing wrong. The guy, by mistake, just tipped the glass and boom. So, what what, what did he mean alone? I didn't embarrass him. But he knew how to take him out of that embarrassing situation. And that's a very high level. The high level would be that if someone's in a situation of embarrassing himself or being embarrassed, so you you, you can have the ability to take him out of there. And that's why it's important to learn this. Um, We mentioned... Last time, the Gemara in Erechin, which is based on the posuk that we did last time, which it, it starts with hatred, and uh, you have to reprove him, you have to give him Musa, you have to give him Toichacha, which we said now in our generation we generally don't know how to do, but theoretically, if you had someone who is a really good friend of yours, right, the Commissioner Pirkei tells us, it's a very important thing. Make yourself a Rebbe. But means buy yourself a friend. Right? What does that mean, buy yourself a friend? You have to pay. And the answer say is, if you look at the Rebbe Niyona, and the other Rishonim, is that having a friend is a very vital tool for growth. In fact, any of you that learned, and I think, Nuchay, I think you do this night, Seder, the um, 48 ways to acquire the Torah, right? Kinyani ad Torah, right? You do that, right? In Pekiyavos. So one of them, is about discussing things with friends, having friends, having a chabur, having an oilam. It's very important. And a person can feel very distant when he doesn't have a friend. We've mentioned this here once before. 
remember correctly, we mentioned it once on a Friday night schmooze between Minchamarev, the importance of being a friend to somebody else. You could save somebody's life. You could help somebody in yeshiva. You could help them grow. They could become a better person because you are their friend. It's a very powerful tool. And therefore, when someone is in a situation of being embarrassed, so, you know, yes, you could reprove him if you are in that level, meaning you're a good friend of his, and he'll listen to you. You say, listen here, Mr. George, I love you dearly, and you know that I love you dearly. I really think that what you're doing is not going to be good for your growth and it's going to stunt your growth and it's not good for you and it's not going to help you, whatever it is. And if he's a really good friend, he'll say, you know what? I, I take it. I hear you. Because he knows that you love him. So therefore, you can only really give Musa in a way that the person knows that you love him. Right? A parent can give Musa because hopefully the parent is loved or the child feels the love from the parent. Right? I would hope that many Rebbeim can give Musa and Torah to their Tamidim because I hope I don't know if this is true for every, in every place in the world, but here it is, Baruch Hashem, that the Rebbeim love the Talmudim daily, and the Talmudim feel that. Right, Zev? And therefore, if that's the case, when you get Musa from your Rebbe, you're like, he loves me, and he wants me to become a better person. So therefore, that will be okay. So, that is on the sugya of um, giving Musa, which we said we don't do, but that's where this comes from. Not to embarrass somebody else, which Rashi brings down over there in Erechen Tazayin, Shechenu Barabim Lahalben Panov. When you give someone Musa, uh, you know, we, we, sometimes we feel that we're in the position to give Musa. It's a very dangerous thing. Forget about it in private, but if you do it in public, the guy will be embarrassed. You're embarrassing him, and that's a terrible, terrible thing. You've got to be very, very careful for a person not to do that. Not to embarrass somebody else, because if you do embarrass somebody else, what happens, if you remember, I'm not sure if you mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it now. We know by the sugi of Yehuda and Toma, the, I'll, tell, I'll, just, I'll read you a lotion of Toysavus. Toysavus incited that Yudam at base, right? The Olim Apasyud. The Olim Apasyud already, right? What? You're past your insight, right? Okay, see, good, you're way past that. So, I don't know, try to think back to this Toysus when you did it, because this Toysus will uh, jog some memories, right? Toysus, like, 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 like this, there's, there's a Chazal, the Chazal, yeah, Toysus, you know base. Toysus and Saita. Remember that one? So, um, there's a Chazal, the Chazal tell us, What does that mean? Anybody translate that, please, for me? Again, how does it start? It's better for a person to throw himself into the furnace rather than get embarrassed. Okay, now that's a very high level. Again, it's it's, it's a high level. We're not you know discussing that, but just just to think that such a, a level exists, such a level exists. To kill yourself, to throw yourself in a fire, it's going to be one of the hardest things that a human being can ever do, is to put himself in that situation, but yet that is preferred over embarrassing somebody else. Now, wow, when you think of it that way, I didn't realize embarrassing was so bad. But yet, yet see, it is. To embarrass a fellow Yid. Right? Even if he's doing some wrong thing, by the way. You cut the toe over here, I'm going to stress this, by the way. The toe over here, I can't use my voice too much, I'm sorry, I don't want to... I don't want to overdo it because I want to keep my voice for the rest of the week or so. But the Torah is telling us that the guy is doing something wrong. I didn't point this out before. The guy, Zev, the guy is doing an Avera. He's doing something wrong. And yet the Torah is telling, oh, you can't embarrass him. He's doing something wrong. He's doing an Avera. Who cares? No. The Torah is makbid on somebody else getting embarrassed even if the guy is doing an Avera. Now, even though you're allowed to give him Torah Khan, you have to, but if you're going to embarrass him by causing him to do an Avera, it's the Postal, it's the Gemara, you're not allowed, even though he's doing an Avera. So here the Torah is telling us, Chazal explained to us, again, Melech, you with us? The guy is doing an Avera, and the Torah says, if you're going to embarrass him, 
don't tell him. He's doing an Aveira. He's in Russia. No, that's something else. Is he a Machdeus a Rabbim? Is he a Machdeus a Rabbim? That's something else. That's one of the worst Aveiras. By the way, the Rambam brings in Echel's Tshuva. One of the worst Aveiras you could do is cause somebody else to do an Aveira. That's really bad, by the way. If you call someone else to an Aveira, that, that's Yechola Machdeus a Rabbim. I don't want to tell you what the Rambam finishes off with. It's really, really bad. What? If the person's Machdeus a Rabbim, you can tell him off, yeah. No, you can't be a shliach letvavera, but machdes arabim means that you are causing others to do an avera. Let's say you want to do an avera and you schlep someone along with you. What have you done? You caused him to become an avera doer. Now it was you who did it. Now you're not a shliach, he did the avera himself, so he'll get punished for doing the avera. But you, on the other hand, are going to get punished big time because, not you chas but the person that does it. Right? Okay, yes, you with me? Okay, now listen to this, Rabbi Say. Listen to this. Um, there's a Gemara in Bob Metzia, okay? Follow you with us? Okay? Listen to this Gemara in Bob Metzia. It's a beautiful Gemara. Very important Gemara. Scary Gemara. Ooh. These things are quite scary, by the way. I, I, I think we're realizing this. There's a lot of scary things about Adon Chaber. But I think this shows us how Homer it is. Because, I'll give you an example. Shisha Pickens is an example. Imagine you go to a building site, okay? You go to a building site that has one little flimsy piece of paper. Right? It's wet, Zev. Wet paint, you know, just a little thing on it hanging over there. Right? Rest assured that that building site is not so dangerous. What if you had a building site that before you even come within 100 meters of the building site, there's these huge signs saying, don't enter, helmets, this and that. And then when you get 50 meters, even bigger signs. And when you get in there, rest assured that's a really dangerous place to be. The more signs, the more warning something has the likelihood that it's more dangerous, okay? The potential for damage is there more. Therefore, if the Torah, and that's what I want to say now, if the Torah is telling us so many bad things that can happen to a person, so many warnings that Chazal and the Torah give us of a person that damages, hates, you know, you know doesn't have Benadon Mechaveroi, then it's obviously a really bad thing, okay? And that's something that we've mentioned before as well. Okay, the Rabbani Shalom did not put us in a world by ourselves. He put us in a world with people for a purpose. The Rabbani Shalom, by the way, had the capabilities of creating our own world for each and every person. And we would have been fine with it because we never would have known the difference. Can you imagine you're living in your own world with just you? Nobody to talk to, no one to bother you, no one to wake you up in the morning. Ah, paradise. Mamish Gan Eden. But it's actually not because you can never become the person who you're meant to be. And as the Vilna Goin said very clearly, why are we on this world? What is the purpose that you were created? To fix up the negative character traits that you have. That is the entire purpose of your creation. That means if after 120 years of living in this world, you could have done many, many good things, but you're going to get out there and they're going to say, hello, at the end of the day... You've got nothing to show for it because you were put here to fix a negative thing and you didn't fix it. So you're going to ask me, what, what is it? I don't know. No, we don't have the Urim Vatomim, we don't have a Novi. If you're going to die at that point, I don't know. So if you feel your Tachas, you should die. Could be the Rabban Shum keeps from the world for other reasons. Also, maybe maybe for family reasons, maybe for al Chizuk. Who knows? I don't know exactly the calculations of how, how Shemayim works. But that's the But I must say, I want to read this Gemara. Shmuel, you ready to hear this? You sure? And that's a good question. I don't know. But I do know that there's going to be questions that they're going to ask you up there. Because the Gemara tells us there are certain questions that they're going to ask you up there. Are you with us? Listen. Listen to this Gemara. 
Oh, my throat. Okay. The Gemara says like this. Kol hayodim... Uh, uh, so you have to listen to this. Okay? You know how they say, this could change your life. This could change... Uh, the best, the best agdoma to an introduction to a share is this share can change your life. Right, you know, because everyone's like on the edge of their seats, like, I'm here. I kind of like my life. It's a problem. That's a problem. You're allowed to like your life, but you have to realize there's always room for growth. There's always room to become better. You're great, you're amazing the way you are, but there's always... Okay. Let me read to you this Chazal, which is a very, very scary Chazal. A very scary Chazal. And the Chazal goes like this. And you can look this up yourself, Rabbi Sai. Baba Metzia Daf Nun Ches Amen Aleph. Semcha, you're going to get up to it soon. Nun Ches Amen Aleph. It's just before we started. We started by Nun Tes. But Nun Tes, whatever. But you'll get to it soon. So the Gemara says like this. Listen to this. And if anybody can help me translate it, it would be great. Kol hayordin legehenim, anyone that go, anyone, not the one, anyone, kol, anyone that goes down to Gehenim, oilin, goes up. Wow. Okay, you know, Baruch Hashem. So far, so far, so good. Anyone that goes down gets to come up. So at least we always know there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Chutz. Chutz. Mishloisha. Except for three people, okay, that go down, but never come up. And who are they? V'chad minayu, one of them, hamalbin p'nei chaveroi barabim. That if somebody embarrasses his friend in public, he is not, again, Robert says, it's not me, Robert says this, he's one of the people that go down, never to be seen from again. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, can't, I, I, you know, I can't tell you exactly what happens, but uh, where do they go? How deep do they go? Like, I, I don't know the details, but that, that's good enough for me to know. Because I think even any translation of the art scroll of that Gemara is very simple and very scary. Rabbi Sai, Rabbi Sai, we're finishing today the sugya of embarrassing people. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem, we're going to start a brand new topic. Okay, a brand new topic. Wait, Maybe we'll do a bit of a lighter topic tomorrow. This one was a little bit morbid. But no, but uh, Rabbi said, no, it's a very serious thing. Sorry, I'm, I can't express myself. I can't shout and scream and fire and brimstone and everything. But seriously, take it from me. The Gemara tells us very seriously that if you embarrass somebody else, it's one of the worst things you could do. It's honestly one of the worst things you do. You have to think about this in your communication and your relations with other people. When you talk to people, when you communicate with people, when you act with people, it could be on your face, it could be what you say, it could be a text, it could be anything, right? You make someone look stupid, everyone laughs at him, the guy himself laughs because he doesn't look like an idiot, but really he's upset inside and you have no idea how much damage you're doing. If you remember, we discussed about that story of the guy that found it difficult to find a shidduch many, many, many years later, simply because people were spreading things about him. Okay, that's a story of Lush and Horror, maybe we'll get to that also. But a person has to know that when you embarrass somebody else, it is a very, very serious Avera. It's an Avera that causes often damage emotionally within the person that can last for many, many years. And it causes um, also punishment, you know, beyond belief. Tomorrow, Be'ezus Hashem, the plan is to start a brand new sugya within 
We're going from topic to topic. We're going to work our way through until you guys become perfect people. Perfect as best you possibly can in this world. But like I said, even more perfect than you, even though you're amazing. But again, there's always room for growth because that's what we're here for. Okay? Everybody say, join us tomorrow and start a brand new